enjoy the little things. For one day you may look back and realize they were the big things. What about Brault? That's the subject of today's podcast. I'm Stephen Webb and this is Stillness in the Storms and I help you to see things differently. Talking about little things, I want to say a big thank you to Sarah Dunn, Sarah, Nate and Christine for treating me to a coffee. It really is the little things that make a difference and a huge, huge thank you to you. A big virtual hug. It really helps to get this podcast out to get more edited and it helps me with my other podcast as well. Inner Peace Meditations. You can search for that anywhere. It's just a load of meditations that help you to have a little more inner peace. So thank you, Sarah Dunn, Sarah, Nate and Christine. You are awesome and thank you to everybody that gives me support otherwise. You know, it really does make a huge difference. But today's podcast was inspired by Audra. And we were having a conversation over Instagram and... Audra I met through this podcast and she reached out to me and we started talking about different things and we were talking about the little things and how much they make a difference to us and she sent me a voice message with the most beautiful story and it just brought tears to my eyes and I want to share that with you and I'm going to share the actual recording she gave me permission although she did not know at the time I was going to share the recording with you she just shared the story with me and she said she says in it that she chokes up every single time and oh she left me crying my eyes out and you know I'll cry at anything literally I'll cry at tv adverts or anything and you know I just I'm an emotional person and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that but boy so a little warning for today's podcast if it goes the way I think it's going to go If you're driving or anything like that, be ready to pull over because your eyes are going to stream. You know, this really is about the little things that are the big things. Welcome to today's podcast. So coming up, I'm going to share a few regrets of my own. I'm going to share a couple of regrets by one by Obama about his family and all that when he was younger. And just little moments, really. And these little moments that really shape us all and they make they have a really big impact on our lives and we don't realize how much these little things have a big impact until we look back on them and everybody says you know i don't regret anything i you you know there's nothing that i've done in life that i regret but what about the things you didn't do is there many things you did not do that you regret not doing oh boy there's a ton of things in my life and that's not just the fun and awesome things It's the little things as well. Those little moments and timeouts when I was rushing around. Those people I should have phoned when I didn't phone. I'm just thinking now I've got like a list of friends I need to phone. List of people that mean so much to me and all that. And I'm still not, you know, I'm here giving this advice now. Take those little timeouts, do these things. Don't regret them. But I'm still doing the same thing. When will we learn as humans? You know, you tell me. When will we actually kick our own selves up the butt and go, do you know what? We know what we should be doing, yet we're still not doing it. We are so ridiculously human. Oh, I don't know. I I have no idea how we're going to square this round hole. I don't know. But, you know, but 
even if you end up doing a couple extra little things, even if you make that phone call at the end of today's podcast, you know, do those little things. They make a huge, huge difference in your life and in somebody's life. And even the long-term benefits of just doing these extra little, not so much the material things, we all know about the material things and all that, what about the little experiences and all that? You know, they enhance our emotional well-being, just that small positive experiences, and they accumulate over time. You know, it really does make a huge difference. You know, the simple acts of kindness, spending quality with loved ones or enjoying a little hobby, you know, just, ah, just, you know, that little time out. You know, it will strengthen relationships. It will give those little experiences, will deepen your connections with people. You know, sit down, have that discussion. Find a park bench. Phone a friend and say, look, I'll meet you down at the park. Bring a coffee. We'll sit down for half an hour and we'll just talk about our life. Talk about memories. Talk about whatever you want. You know, it's wonderful for personal growth and self-discovery. Finding out about each other. Pick, pick someone you might deem as your enemy. Somebody on the political other side of your spectrum or something like that. And just say, look, you know, let's bury some of the hatchets or something like that. Bury the hatchet? Is that what they... Just trying to think what that is. Um, let's close that door or whatever it is. Let's go down and just have a conversation about what what we're passionate about. And you'll be surprised. You, you'll find even your enemies or your seamed em enemies are very similar to you. You know, we all regret the similar things. You know, we, we all just want a little more joy in life and we, we want to live our lives with a little more wholesome depth and value. And this is how we do it, by not regret, but by doing and enjoying the little things. And if you think back on your life, I wonder how many little things have lasting impact on your whole life. And it's not those big things that you tell the story about. I always remember... Kemba, my daughter, she's now 27. And she moved in when she was four with me. And her mum moved in and she moved in at the same time. So she's my stepdaughter. And her bedroom was just next to my bedroom downstairs because I'm paralyzed. So we always used to put the Christmas presents from Father Christmas on her bed. The same as what my mum always done. All the presents from Father Christmas was all in one wrapping. And we, they were always put on the bottom of the bed. And the presents from my parents and the presents from me and Emma to Kemba were put in the front room. So she'd open the Christmas presents from Father Christmas. And then once we were out of bed and my carers and all come in and got me up and all, then we would open the presents from us. So it was separated. We had that bit of magic for Christmas. And I always remember lying in bed and I heard a little tear. And I said, Cam, it was about five o'clock in the morning or something like that. I heard this little tear and I said, Cam, she goes, yeah. I said, what are you doing? And she said, oh God, I joke up now. She, uh, This little voice just said, he's been. And my God, that magic. I, I, The magic feeling just overwhelmed me and feeling of just pure joy. I don't think there's anything that has come close to that joy in my life as just that moment 
I could feel the joy. I could feel everything that she was experiencing in that moment. And it was just magic. It was just incredible. And I'll never forget it. I, you know, I cannot say it without a tear in my eye. And I'm holding them back now. So I carry on with this podcast. But I would never forget the feeling of, you can f- you can hear the joy in their voice, can't you? You know, there she was. He's been. It's like, wow. At that moment, she felt special. She felt someone. She felt like, you know, I don't know, a million dollars, whatever it is, I don't know. But yeah, she felt pretty incredible. I don't know if she remembers it. You know, I've often mentioned it and I cannot remember what she says. I'm so wrapped up in sharing the story myself. I don't even listen to whether she remembers it or not. I can remember she was really chuffed to get a Teletubby one year. Um, I've seen a video of that. But yeah, she, she loved Christmas. And another experience was a few months after I broke my neck, I was flown off to Salisbury Hospital nearly 200 miles away. And because I had a halo pinned to my head, so it's a big silver bracket that was pinned into my skull with 15 pounds of weight hanging off the top. And this was to stop me moving my head. Although I could not move my arms or anything at this point, I can't move, couldn't move or feel any of my body, but I couldn't even raise my arms to scratch my face. So I was just lying there. But in order to keep the neck dead straight on the hope that some movement or some feeling might come back that I was basically strapped in bed and they would roll me over a couple times a day with like six of them so I was log rolled and all that and this went on for about five months or so and the very first time after weeks and weeks of sitting up just five degrees and probably six months into my hospital my 12 months hospital stay they said right we're going to come and get you out of bed for the very first time and this, there's so much preparation went into this moment. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll get up. I'll get up for a couple of hours and I'll do like three hours. And they said, no, your limit is 10, 15 minutes maximum in the chair. You haven't sat down on your bum for like a long time. You may get pressure sores. You may get all those things. You may feel dizzy. And I was like, no, I've been in bed six months. You're not going to keep me down. I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to stay up. You're not going to put me back to bed and all that. And I, I was already, I was raring to be. And I, I did agree with them. I think vaguely that they turned around and said, okay, if you're feeling okay after 15 minutes, you can stay up at about five or 10 minutes and we'll do it five minutes at a time, but maximum half an hour, that is it, no matter what. Well, it took them about an hour and a half to get me into the chair and they propped me up and all that. And they said, okay, you're in the chair, how do you feel? I was like, uh, I feel a bit weird. It's a bit strange to sat up. And I wasn't really sat up. I was still lying back quite a bit. Great big, huge chair. And they said, what do you want to do? I said, can you wheel me outside? I want to feel the fresh air on my face. And I think this, but by this time, it was very early spring, but it was cold. So they wheeled me outside the front doors. And this is the first time I've been out the front doors since the day I was wheeled in from the air ambulance flying me there. And they wheeled me outside and I felt the cold air on my face. Oh, wow. That just, just feeling the cold air, the non-dry human hair of the air of the hospital. 
And it was just so powerful. And I can feel it now. You just imagine in first time in like nearly six months feeling the cold air on your face. Well, they put me to bed about 10 minutes later because I was exhausted. And they said, oh, you'll sleep for a few hours. I slept for a full solid 24 hours. After they put me in bed, they made me comfortable. So I'm going to go sleep for a little bit. And incidentally, I only spent about 15 minutes up. I couldn't do another five minutes. I was exhausted. Just lifting my arms was enough. And I slept for a full 24 hours, not even opening my eyes at all. I don't think I've ever slept like that since. Um, but just, yeah, being able to take that breath. Yeah, wow. It It just has those impacts. And there's so many regrets. There's so many things now that we don't do. And I think the main thing is not taking those timeouts. It's not the big things. Like, I wish I'd gone to that console. I wish I dated them. Or I wish I bought that amazing thing. No. It's regretting just the, I wish I left five minutes early just so I could enjoy the journey. I remember reading Barack Obama's a promised land book um, a while ago. I didn't, I don't find it at all. And I remember him saying about how much he regretted not spending more time with family. This is the person that's done so much in life, experienced so much. You know, he's probably had all the experiences you can ever probably imagine. But yet he regretted not spending more time with, um, is it Malia and Sasha? I think it's Malia and Sasha, his children and Michelle, his wife. Just just taking that little extra time and spending more time with them rather than just his political career and all that. And I think that's quite a normal kind of regret. I, I regret not spending more time with Kemba, but I don't spend enough time with Kemba now. You know, there's many a weeks that she says, we haven't been out for a meal, we haven't done this. So, you, you know, I think we'll always regret these kind of things. I think it's quite normal. And there was a nurse, Australian nurse, um, Bronnie, Bronnie, where? One minute, I'm gonna have to look it up. Yes, an Australian nurse, Bronnie Ware, and the top five regrets of the dying, you know. And I've just got three of them here. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Oh, that that resonates with me so much trying to live everybody else's life. I think I've done a podcast on that. So hard work. You can never live up to it. There was, what, 7 billion people, and none of them were as good as you. <laughs> well, when it comes to living you, you know, no one can live you just as good as you can live yourself. And yet we're trying to live as everybody else. So I, I, I like that one. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Yeah. Spend so much time away from family, things like that. No one ever gets to the deathbed, do they? And they go, oh, I wish I worked a bit harder. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Yeah, that's a real one, isn't it? Just to be able to say to people, you know, this is how I'm feeling. And to really dig deep down and express our feelings from a real true sense of what we're really feeling. Not just the superficial, yeah, I'm fine, I'm angry, I'm mad. But a real sense of understanding our feelings. That'd be really important. Well, at the beginning of the podcast, I said I would share with you the audio that Audra sent me. And she just sent it. She didn't know I was going to use it. And this is really important. 
I don't think it would have been so genuine. You, you know, the minute you put a mic in front of someone, it's really difficult. I know because I do that. You know, I plan a podcast, put the mic in front of me, and it's like, uh, what do I say now? And it all goes wrong. But Audra didn't know this, and she just sent me the audio. And I just cried. And I bet if I play them now and listen to them now, I'll come back and I'll be crying. Because she tells the story in such a beautiful way. I think you'll just relate to it. You know, if you've ever had children or you've ever spent any time around other people, you'll just relate to this so much. Anyway, I'm I'm not going to dribble on too much more. I'm going to play you the clip and I'll be I'm right back. I'm not used to taking time just to stop and smell the roses, to use a cliche. So thank you for reminding me to do that. It's just not something I ever had the luxury to do. I used to joke my life was lived in 15-minute increments, and I think that's true for a lot of people. So I hope you're reminding people to do that. Hits them, especially the people who are in the chaos right now. They remember to do that. I'm glad you don't think I'm nuts. I have a story that for some reason I still can't tell this without choking up, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you. Oh my gosh, I'm probably going to get emotional. Now you will think I am that crazy person. But there was this park along this street that I always drove on with my kids as I was running my daughters to and fro and everywhere and just the craziness of life. And when my daughter Sophie, who will be 22 on Friday, she hates the story. <laughs> But every time we would drive by it when she was a kid, she would say, Mom, can we stop? I want to try that park. And I would always say no, because we had to get going to wherever we were going. And we had plenty of parks that were close by that she went to on a regular basis. It's not like my kid had no park action. She had tons. And when she grew up and left, it's the part I'm going to cry. I'm choking up every time I drive by that park. And I wish I could just stop there with her <laughs> every time, every time. It is the one thing that gets me. I'm going to see her tonight. She's staying over. We have a great relationship. I see her all the time. But it's the one thing that makes me wish I would have done. Yeah, wow. Just, just wow. Um. So many times I can relate to that. And the way she tells the story, oh, I don't think, I got tears running down my eyes now. It's just, yeah, she says it beautifully. This whole podcast, she says it so beautifully. And it's just, mom, can I try the park? Wow. Thank you, Audra, for sharing. Thank you for allowing me to share it as well. You know, it's just such a beautiful reminder. We start to realize how special and important life is. It's the most important, the most precious thing you have. But how do we be more present? How do we open ourselves to life's little small experiences? Just pause. Just pause. The, the power of the pause, as Cheryl, one of my great friends, keeps saying, power of the pause. Just take a seat next to the river or leave five minutes early and pull the car over and have a look down over the valley just take that little time out journal 
writing, keep writing down your thoughts. Just one or two sentences each evening. Make a phone call. Make a phone call to someone you haven't phoned for a while. Yeah, talking of the little things, you know, thank you to those that treat me to a coffee. It makes a huge difference. And you can head over to thankyoustephen.com. That'd be awesome and amazing. Treat me to a coffee. Um, but the main points are enjoy the little things. And I know you cannot go back and change the things. You cannot go back and redo them. But you can make sure you're not going to regret in 10 years' time something that you could have done now. And I think that's the real importance part of it is the fact that don't look back in 10 years' time and regret the things you didn't do now. Lewis Carroll has some amazing quote and says, in the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take, the relationships we were afraid to have, and the decisions we waited too long to make. Boy, the decisions we waited too long to make. Look, cherish every moment, even the ones you don't want, because one day they will be the ones you want. Take a breath. Remember love is acceptance. Accept everything, including yourself. Remember to love yourself is just to accept yourself. And to remember Jerry Springer. Till next time, take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>